All right. Well, good morning, church family. How is everybody today? Amen. Awesome. So glad that you are here today. It's a, it's a very important day to be in church, and I'm glad that you are here to hear what God has put on my heart today. I want to welcome in our GT North uh, church family. Welcome, GT North. Let's get it up for GT North today. We love you guys. Pray that you had an amazing Christmas and New Year holiday up there, and I know that God is doing amazing things through our, our campus at GT North. Welcome our online audience, too. We believe that God has something for you today, and, and none of us today is exempt from what I'm going to share. Uh, whether you're in this room, whether you're online at home somewhere, or whether you're at GT North, this is a message that I want everyone to really kind of lean into today. Um, before I start the message, I want to remind you, though, that we have a healing ministry. Uh, you know this is close to my heart. I believe that God heals still today, and um, our healing ministry operates here at our West Lawn Campus, maybe someday at GT North, um, but it operates here on Monday nights and Saturday mornings, and uh, we just, we've seen numerous people get supernaturally healed throughout the fall. As late as December 18th, we had a lady healed of some internal issues that she had, and she felt a supernatural shift in her body, and she was healed supernaturally. So if you have any kind of need, in, yeah, we can thank God for that, any need at all, physical, emotional, family, whatever, if you, if you have a prayer need, the healing ministry team would love to pray with you. Whether you're online, GT North, all are welcome. All you need to do is call our church office and make an appointment. Uh, we're not able to take walk-ins right now, so just call first. Make an appointment for a Monday night or a Saturday so that our team is prepared for you and ready and know that you're coming. That would be a blessing to us. So, church, I, um, I am praying that our hearts are stirred today. Uh, you saw the video. You saw a, a, a segment of what God is doing upon the earth. And my, my heart is that our hearts are stirred today. Uh, there's a certain gravity to what I want to share with you today. I want to talk with you about the mission of God on the earth. I don't often announce a title for a message, but today I want to give you the title of the, the message I'm going to share. And the title is this, simply, The Mission Matters. The mission of the church matters. The mission of God upon the earth matters. I want to talk with you today about that mission. You know, in, in, in theological missions world in the last 50 years, in what we would call missiology, the study of missions on the planet, uh, there's this Latin theological term that's been used over the last 50 or 70 years. It's called missio dei, and it simply means the sending of God or the mission of God. And I want to talk with you today about the mission of God on planet Earth. This blue orb that we live on is very unique and distinct among all the planets all over the universe. There's none like it. How many know that, right? Like, there's none like this Earth that we live on. And God has a mission on planet Earth. And you and I, if we choose to, are part of that mission. And I'm praying that every single one of our hearts my own included, is stirred today. I want the Holy Spirit, I, I hope that you'll invite the Holy Spirit to, to have his way in your heart today, that you'll make room for him to stir something fresh 
and new in your life? Stir a new passion, a new direction, something, uh, just maybe a, a trajectory shift in your life. But I hope that you'll allow him to stir your heart today for the mission of God. You know, I, I feel that if we, if we accurately assess why Jesus was on the earth, if we understand his mission on earth, then we will better understand our own mission on the earth. And I believe this, that any church on planet earth, any and every church, our mission is simply a reflection of the mission of Jesus upon the earth. You and I are an extension of the mission of God that he had placed on the Son of God on earth 2,000 years ago. And any church that has a mission worth living for has a mission that reflects the mission of Jesus Christ on earth. And I hope that you would agree with me that the mission of GT Church is likewise a reflection and extension of the mission of Jesus and of the mission of God on earth. If you're not sure, if you're new to the church, man, if you are here today, if you visited with us at the Christmas Spectacular, that was your first time here, or maybe one of our Christmas Eve services here or GT North, if you are visiting with us today, I don't think there could be a better Sunday for you to be back for your second visit than today. Because I wanna share with you why we exist. Why does this church, why does the church on earth exist? This is my heart today. This is my passion. This is for many of you in the room. You share this passion with me. And I want to share with you today the mission of the church. And again, many of you know our mission statement at GT Church. It's reaching people and growing together in Christ. That's the mission of this church. And I hope that you believe like I do that that mission statement is an extension of the missio Dei, the mission of God across the face of the earth. God's heart is to reach people and to grow people in Jesus. And that's why this building is here. That's why we exist. That's why I come to work every day because I wanna help people grow and be reached for Jesus Christ. And so I'm gonna share a message, a vision message today that, takes those two components and kind of breaks them down. And I want to look into the heart of God today, the heart of God for the earth today, the heart of God for the mission of God on earth. And so I'm going to start with reaching people. And I want to start with how Jesus described his own mission. If we're going to understand the mission of God, we're going to start with the words of Christ himself and lean into and look into the way that Jesus himself explained his mission. He said in Luke 19, 10, these are the words of Jesus. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Every one of you in this room who considers yourself found right now was at one point lost. And you were why Jesus came to the earth. And there's millions of people on this planet still who are, are lost today. And they are the object and the focus of the mission of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I have come to this earth to seek and to save that which is lost. In Matthew 9, verse 13, 
He said, but go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. And then he said, for I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. That's you and that's me, church. I know that we don't often like to be called a sinner, but that's what we are. And that's a word that's often not used. It's overlooked in the world around us. Uh, the, the, our contemporary culture around us doesn't often use the word to describe people, but every one of us in this room is a sinner. Many of us are sinners saved by grace, but every person on this planet has fallen short of the glory of God, has transgressed against the perfect, holy, immutable God, and is in need of a Savior. That's why Jesus came. He didn't call, come to call the righteous, but to call sinners to repentance. And then in Mark 10, verse 45, Jesus said, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. If you're not sure why Jesus was sent to the earth, we just had Christmas, we just celebrated the birth of Christ, we celebrated Jesus coming to earth. If you're not sure why he came, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came to call sinners to repentance, and he came ultimately to give his life as a ransom for many. That is the mission of Jesus on the earth, and our existence is an extension of his mission. Can somebody say amen today? So what did Jesus tell us to do? How did he instruct us to reflect his mission on the earth? What are we to do about that? What is our calling? What is our purpose? What is the, the purpose of this church? Jesus gives us that purpose in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. These are the last living words of Jesus on earth. If you're familiar with the story, Jesus appeared to many people after his resurrection from the dead. And then right before he was taken up into heaven, he gave his parting words to his followers. These are the last words of Jesus before he ascended to heaven. How many agree those are probably very important words, right? He said in Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. Everybody at Westlawn and North say the word witnesses. Ready? One, two, three. Witnesses. He said, you will receive power and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. The mission of God, the missio Dei, the reason for being of this church is that you and I are called to be endued with power, to receive power by the Holy Spirit, so that we can be Jesus' witnesses on the earth. In our Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the end of the earth. And for us, that means West Lawn, it means Fleetwood, it means Berks County, it means Pennsylvania, and it means every last corner of the globe. You and I are charged with being the witnesses of Jesus Christ on the earth. That is what God has called us to do. That's why we exist as an organization, as a church, as an organism. We are the body of Christ, and our reason for being is to reach people with the message of Jesus. And I want to ask you today, how are you personally living this out in your life? 
I've been doing a lot of reflection. I hope you have as well this year. And I have been asking God to give me a fresh burden for lost people on this earth. How many will, let me just ask you to raise your hand. How many will agree and pray with me for a fresh burden for lost souls this year? I've been seeking the Lord and saying, God, I want a fresh burden for lost people. I want to I carry a brokenness in my spirit for those who are broken in spirit. Somebody say amen. I want a brokenness for those who are broken. I want to feel that burden. I'm ask, I've been asking the Holy Spirit to, to create something fresh in my heart. Jesus left no ambiguity for why he came to the earth. Did he come to show God's love? Of course. Did he come to reveal the kingdom through his teaching? Yes. Did he come to testify to, to the truth? Yes. Did he come to heal the sick? Yes. Did he come to redeem lost sinners from the penalty of sin and death? Yes. This is why Jesus came, and you and I are now his ambassadors on earth. Every single one of us. If you are a child of God in this room at GT North, if you're a child of God online today, you are the ambassador of Jesus Christ. You are one who speaks for the Lord Jesus Christ. You are his ambassador today in this earth. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20, Paul said, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. Get a picture of that just for a second. That You, you imagine how much you love your family, you love your, your siblings, your parents, your spouse, how much you love them, how much love I hope you have in your heart for them. Now take that love and multiply it by a hundred or a thousand, and then you're starting to understand how much God loves lost people. And Paul said that you and I as the ambassadors of Jesus Christ are, are conduits of God making his appeal through us. Don't you think God wants us to feel what he feels for people who are far from God? Don't you think God wants us to be broken for what breaks his heart? And God is, Paul said, God is, the God of this universe is making his appeal through us. Through you and through me, we are the means by which God is appealing to lost humanity. That is the mission of God for this church and for you and for me, that we are the means by which God makes his appeal to lost people. I want our hearts to be stirred by this today. I'm praying that your heart and that my heart will be stirred by this today. Reaching people with the message of the gospel. Once reached, our church has a secondary mission of growing together in Jesus Christ. Once a person is reached, listen church, if you're listening, say amen. GT North, if you're listening, say amen. Once reached, a person will spend a lifetime growing in Christ. Once you give your heart to Jesus Christ, and let me just kind of on the side here, if you are with us today, again, I don't know if you're in the very top row of this room, if you're in the back row of GT North, if you're online and you haven't yet surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, right now do that. 
Don't wait till the end of a message. Don't wait till we close in prayer. Just in the quiet of your seat right now, say, Jesus, I know that I am a sinner in need of a Savior, and right now I yield to the God of the universe. You don't need me to pray with you. You just need to talk to Jesus in your heart and yield yourself to his majesty in heaven. Do that right now. Don't wait. Let us know afterwards. You can tell somebody, talk to one of our staff members, you know, talk to Pastor Eric or Marlene or Dan Marcelin out there. Talk to one of us and let us know that you made that decision. But you will now, as a reached person, you will spend your lifetime growing in Jesus Christ. One of the things that so blesses me when I talk to one of our senior saints, one of our veteran believers, and they talk about being in a small group and growing in their faith. They're 80 years old, and they're still eager to learn and to grow. We spend a lifetime growing in the Lord. How did Jesus describe this part of his mission on earth? As Jesus talked about this, he has a mission not just to seek and save that which is lost, but once they are found, what is the mission of Jesus? Here it is. 1 John 3, 8. This is the words of John. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. Church, I want you to know that Jesus wants you to be completely and totally free from the influence of the devil. That is worth repeating. Jesus Christ, the the Lord of your life, wants you completely free from the influence of the enemy in your life. Completely and totally free from the entanglement of sin and from the influence of darkness in your life. Jesus wants that kind of freedom in your life. And it's possible. Some of you maybe came here and you've got burdens and, and weights and adversity and you've you just spent the day sinning. Yes, I don't know what your life is like. Jesus wants you free. And his mission for the church is that we grow in Christ and discover freedom in him. He said this in John 10.10, the words of Jesus, I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. One of the reasons for being that Jesus has for you is that you might experience abundant life on this earth. I don't know, I'm not, abundance doesn't always mean wealth in monetary means. It might mean that, but abundance means so much more than just money and possessions. It's a great place to say amen, church. Matthew 28, what's the mission of Jesus? If we, again, if we understand the mission of Jesus Christ, we can then and only then do we understand the mission of the church to be a reflection and extension of the mission of Jesus on earth. Here are the words of Jesus, Matthew 28. 19 and 20, many of you will know these words and you can say them by heart. He said, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Why should a church care about the world? Because Jesus told us to care about the world. It is, church, it is so easy to get wrapped up in our little corner of planet Earth. How many agree it's really easy to get wrapped up in your own life, in your own little sphere of of existence in West Lawn, in Fleetwood. It's so easy to get wrapped up in my own little world. But Jesus, his view is so much bigger. I said last Sunday, you and I oftentimes are, are looking at the world through a microscope and Jesus is using a telescope. 
He has a, a heart of brokenness for the entire world. And his words are this again, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. What is the mission of Jesus for growing people? Helping followers find freedom, experience abundance, and learn and obey his words. That's the mission of Jesus on this earth, for growing in Christ. And if we are called to reflect that mission as well, then you and I are called to make disciples that make disciples that make disciples that make disciples that make disciples. Go and make disciples of Berks County, no, of Pennsylvania, no, of all nations. And one of my prayers is that we are stirred for world missions, that every single one of us carries a burden, not just for Berks, not just for Pennsylvania, but the world. And that we partner with the church of Jesus Christ, the body of Christ, to have a brokenness for the world around us. Not just our world, the world around us. And I'm going to ask you again, how are you going to live this out in your life? What will you do to partner with, to co-labor with the Lord of the universe to reach people and to grow others in Jesus Christ? That's the stirring that I hope is going to happen today. Last Sunday, I shared with you uh, the, the prayer points of the Assemblies of God. Uh, GT Churches and Assemblies of God Church, part of a worldwide movement of Pentecostalism that's been around for over 100 years. And the, the Assemblies of God released some prayer points for our fellowship to be believing God for in this new year. And so we released those there on social media this week. I hope that you made those points a part of your daily prayer life. But I want to share with you today 10 prayer points for GT Church in 2023. And we're going to, again, we're going to put these in print at some point. We're going to release these on social media. You will have these in writing at some point that you too can pray with me and our pastors, our staff, and believe God for a faithful and fruitful year in 2023. Here are the things that I'm believing God for this year. If you're listening, say amen. Here are some individual prayers, prayers for individuals. I'm believing that we will continually pursue spirit-filled and spirit-led lives. I'm praying that we will live in daily surrender to Christ's lordship. That every single one of us will walk daily a surrendered life before Jesus Christ. That's my prayer for you and for me. Another one is that we live in full obedience to God and his word. Too many followers of Jesus live in partial obedience. And I'm believing, God, that this year is a year when people in this church will start to live in full obedience, full surrender to God and his word. And I'm believing this, prayer point, that every single Christ follower 
will discover their God-given kingdom assignment and that you will be deployed for service in the kingdom. That's my prayer, that, that not one of you, not one of you online at GT North, not one of us lives out this year without discovering where we fit in the body of Christ and being deployed for service to the king. If you spend this entire year without discovering your giftedness and what God has called you to do in the kingdom, then my prayer has not been answered. And I'm believing that God's going to answer my prayer this year, that every one of us will discover our God-given assignments in the kingdom. Here's some prayers I'm praying for the, the corporate expression of GT Church, a church that is called to reflect the mission of God, an extension of the Missio Dei, the mission of God on earth, reaching people and growing together in Christ. Here are six prayers I'm believing God for as the corporate expression of GT Church. Number one, that GT sees 1,000 new decisions for Christ in 2023. I want to believe God for 1,000 people through the ministry of this church, of GT North, of online, that 1,000 people will make a decision for Jesus Christ this year. I'm going to pray that GT effectively leads people into growing relationship with Jesus. I'm believing that GT North becomes fully established, an agency of power for reaching and growing people in Jesus Christ in 2023. I'm believing that God will raise up through GT another generation, a next generation of world changers. Will somebody pray with me for that? That GT kids, that GT student ministry, that God will empower our students and our children to become the next world changers on planet Earth. Wouldn't that be exciting that GT becomes a sending church? Maybe, I, I read this this week, maybe we measure ourselves not by how many people we reach, but how many people we send. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Two more, that GT impacts Berks County through expanded local outreach partnerships. That, that our influence doesn't just happen in these four walls. Our influence must extend beyond the walls through local outreach partnerships as our, our mission team and Pastor Maritza do an incredible job at extending the mission of God in our communities. And the last one is this, that GT impacts the world with the gospel through expanded global partnerships and through Project Impact. That you and I together, again, together we lock arms, we discover what God has called each one of us to do, how each one of us, every single one of us is a part of the mission of God on the earth. And what he's called us to do and how he's called us to partner with him as co-laborers for Jesus Christ. There are millions of people that don't know what we're talking about. God, stir our hearts. God, stir my heart. That, that statement gripped me so firmly when I heard it. And I've watched this video numerous times in the last week. There are millions and millions of people that don't know what we're talking about. God, will you break our hearts for what breaks yours? At the end of that video, you saw a few statements. Make your life count. Exalt 
Christ, equip the church, and embrace the nations. I want to read you a, um, a very short story. Um, some of you may have heard of the Moravian movement. There was this, a revival that happened in the 1700s, and um, it started out of a prayer meeting, and it began, it became a missionary movement across earth. And as they sent out their first two missionaries, I want to read to you what was said. It says, in 1732, five years after the initial outpouring of the Spirit in the Moravian revival, two young tradesmen, 36-year-old David Nietzscheman and 26-year-old Johann Lenhard Dobar, became the first missionaries to leave Hernhut. That's where this revival was taking place. They heard of the plight of the African slaves on the island of St. Thomas in the Caribbean. We think of that island as the, the beautiful vacation destination. They heard of the slavery that was happening then in the 1700s. It says, they heard of the plight of the African slaves on the island of St. Thomas in the Caribbean and how there was a spiritual hunger, but they had no one to share the gospel with them. They determined, listen, church, if you're listening, say amen. It says, they determined to go by any means necessary, even when they were told that they would have to sell themselves into slavery in order to minister among the slaves. These two young men were willing to leave everything and sell themselves into slavery because of the burden that God had put on their hearts for those, that specific people group in St. Thomas 300 years ago. According to the story that has stirred missionary zeal the world over for the past 300 years, as they stood on the ship departing from the wharf, looking for what they believed to be the last time on the faces of their loved ones. They were leaving their homes, their families, their friends, expecting that they would never see them again. This is 300 years ago before worldwide travel was easy. It says, looking for what they believed to be the last time of the faces of the loved ones, they raised their fists in the air and said these words. Two young men on a ship leaving for probably the rest of their lives. This is what they said. May the lamb that was slain receive the reward of his suffering. May the lamb that was slain receive the reward of his suffering. And what they were referring to, of course, is that the lamb of God, Jesus Christ, gave his life willingly so that lost, broken sinners could be redeemed and set free. And that would be the reward to Jesus for his suffering, that he would have another jewel in his crown when others come to repent of their sin and give their life to Jesus. May the lamb that was slain receive the reward of his suffering. Church, we are called to participate with Jesus in that. We are called to be part of the missio day, the mission of God on the earth, reaching people and growing together in Christ. Every tribe, every nation, every language group, every people group. One of the things that we've decided as a, a missions team internally on our, 
our staff is um, this year we want to give specific focus to unreached people groups. In just a minute, we're going to receive a second offering in this church today, both here and at GT North. We're going to give you an opportunity to sow a seed into this mission through Project Impact. Maritza came to us and said, I just feel this stirring uh, to prioritize unreached people groups on earth. Some estimates say that around 40% of the world's population does not have a witness of the gospel. 40, when, when we said millions of people, possibly 40% of the world's population has never heard of Jesus. We're called to be part of making a difference in that problem. We're called to make a dent in that situation. We're going to receive an offering today. It's for Project Impact. Project Impact is our way of giving above and beyond our normal tithes, our normal offerings to the ministry at GT Church, the regular operation of ministry here. Project Impact is used specifically for projects globally, uh, regionally around this, uh, this region, and through local outreach. We, we give to projects. And this year, we want to prioritize giving to unreached people groups across the earth. You got a card on your way in today. It says, what is Project Impact? I encourage you, when you get home today, scan that QR code. It will take you to our brand new list of projects online that we're believing, God, that we together, as the body of Christ here online, GT North, that together we will be able to accomplish every single one of these projects listed on that website. I hope that you'll take some time today and prayerfully look at those, read them over, and ask, ask the Lord God, where would you want me to sow seeds into the kingdom of God? And we're going to give you that opportunity today. Again, many of you don't carry cash, you don't carry your checkbook, whatever. There's, there are ways to give, and so that's why we give you this today, so that if you're not prepared today to give into this offering, that's okay. You can visit, pray over this, and, and ask God what he would have you do to be part of reaching the, the, the lost and growing people in Jesus Christ. I want to pray with you today. Then we're going to receive an offering. Then I'm going to give you some very specific walkaways. When I'm finished praying today, uh, Pastor Eric will come and close out the service up there at GT North. We love you up there, and I'm believing that God has many, many amazing things in store for you all at GT North as you start your first full year of ministry reaching Fleetwood in that area up there. Let's pray today. Father, in the name of Jesus and by this power of the Spirit of God, I pray that today our hearts have been stirred. I'm asking you, God, that there's not one person under the sound of my voice who hasn't been stirred for the mission of God. I pray there's not one person under the sound of my voice who hasn't felt the brokenness of the heart of God for broken people across this planet. It's very easy for each one of us to feel that brokenness for those we know and love in our lives, for the, the brother, the sister, the mother, the father, the, the young adult child, our cousins, our, our co-workers. It's easy for us to feel a burden for them, but I'm praying, God, that you would stir us to feel a burden, not just for them, but also for the nations. 
that God, 2023 would mark a shift in our church to an increasing awareness of the need of the mission of God, both in Westlawn, in Berks County, in Pennsylvania, and in the nations of this world. And so God, now I pray that you would bless this offering. God, as we give into this Project Impact offering, I pray that you would multiply our giving, that it might be effective and fruitful as we co-labor with Christ in the mission of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. God bless you as you give today. I want to talk with you for just a minute about the card that you received on the way in. As they pass the the offering buckets, um, I'd ask you just to kind of listen in while the kind of the disruption happens across this room. In fact, I'm going to wait just a second. I'm not in a hurry. Hope you're not either. I got a new shirt on. You can look at that while we wait. A lot of you probably have new clothing on from Christmas. It's all good. Um, so you might say, well, what, what do I do? Like, what do I do with this? How do I respond? What's my part in the mission of God? Again, if you are here and you haven't yet invited Jesus to be your Savior, that's your first step. Make that decision today. Go to our hub. Tell somebody you made the decision. They've got a gift for you. They've got a bag with some information. You make that decision. That's your first step in participating in the mission of God. But everybody grab this card. You should have received this. Hold it up in the air so I know you have it. If you didn't get it on the way in, make sure you get it on the way out, okay? Uh, we've got plenty of these on at the exit. So if you didn't get one of these cards, somehow you slip by our greeters, then you'll get one on the way out. So what do I do? So this is in two parts, right? I want to invite you to join the mission of God today. I invite every one of you to co-labor with Jesus and be part of the mission of God at GT. The first step is to, to think about and pray about what is my part in reaching people for Jesus Christ. And I want you to use this card. You don't have to fill it out now. You can take it home. Make it a part of your daily prayer routine this week. I'm going to do the same. My card is blank right now. And this week, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to put on my heart the names of five or six people, maybe more, maybe less. But I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to put the names of five or six people on my heart. I'm going to write their names on this card. And I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to give me unique, supernatural opportunity to share Christ with those people. And I want you to do the same. Church, imagine the impact if every person in this room reached five people for Jesus this year. Imagine the impact in our community and in our world if, five, if every one of us reached just five people for Jesus. So on that side, reaching people, I want you to write the names of five or six people. Ask, don't you, I mean, maybe you know who they are now, but I want you to pray about this and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you who he wants you to reach this year for Jesus. On the other side, growing together. I said earlier, once you are reached, you will spend a lifetime growing in Jesus Christ. And so for some of you, your first step happens today. If you're newer to GT, 
you haven't yet gotten connected in any way, you're not serving, you're not in a group, you just kind of attend right now, that's awesome, we're glad you're here. But maybe your first step is to join my wife Kate and I right after this service in room 101 for Coffee with the Pastor. It's a great first step. We'll share our lives, our story with you, how we came to where we're at right now and talk about the mission of the church. You've heard it today a little bit. But maybe you just write down Coffee with the Pastor, my first step, growing in Jesus. Maybe for some of you, you've done Coffee with the Pastor, but you haven't yet taken Growing Together. And this coming Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, Growing Together, that may be the first step for 50 of you, 100 of you, I don't know. Again, if you've, taken, if you've come to Coffee with the Pastor, but you're not yet involved, not yet serving, not yet been to a group, haven't been to Growing Together, go to the Hub today. Talk to Kim, talk to Tony, get signed up and join me. I'll be there on the first week. I'll be teaching the doctrinal part of growing together on Wednesday night. I would love to see you there. That may be your next step. And for many of you, you've done those things, but I want you to write down what is your next step to grow in Christ. Maybe it's to to reinvigorate your daily life with Jesus, your reading of his word every day. Maybe it's to grow in your prayer life. I don't know. But I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what he wants you to do to grow in Jesus. And one more thing, maybe for some of you, maybe for dozens of you in this room, maybe God is stirring you to go to the nations. Uh, Pastor Maritza, her team, they plan missions, trips all over this globe every year. Uh, Right now we have planned a trip to Kensington near Philly. They went there last year in May. We'll be going back to Kensington We have a team going to Zimbabwe in August. We've got a team of teenagers going to the Dominican Republic in August. And we may have a team going to Fiji in December. And if you want to, if you want God to send you and to go, you run out to the missions hub today. Talk to Pastor Maritza, one of our team members. They will be excited to talk with you and explore where God might send you to go and make disciples of Jesus Christ. Amen, church? Your last step is this. I want you to, again, I want you to seek the Holy Spirit and write down what he wants you to write down. And then I want you to use this card as a bookmark in your Bible. Now, now I'm trusting that you open this book on occasion, right? Like, I'm believing that you're going to open this book every day And that you'll be haunted by what you write on this card. And I mean that. Imagine what a great way to just be reminded every day when you open your Bible, this is your bookmark. And every day you pray for those five people. God, give me an opportunity. God, my next step growing. God, show me where you want me to go in this world. Let the Holy Spirit direct what you write and then put in your Bible. And every day when you open your Bible, you'll be reminded of what the Holy Spirit has revealed to you in reaching people and growing together in Jesus Christ. I want you to stand with me today. We're going to close in a word of prayer. And my wife and I are going to meet with many of you at Coffee with the Pastor in room 101. We would love to see you there. Father, today, I'm asking you again in the name of Jesus and by the power of your Holy Spirit that our hearts would be stirred. I'm asking you, God, for a fresh burden and brokenness for lost souls. And I ask you, God, to start with me. God, you know I've prayed this already, but I'm asking you to start with me. 
to break my heart for what breaks yours, to give me a, a fresh burden for lost and broken people who if they die, they die and enter eternity without Jesus. Give me a fresh burden for those people in my life. And I'm praying for every one of us under the sound of my voice that every one of us, God, would be burdened and haunted, God, with a fresh concern for the nations and for lost people who may die and go into a Christless eternity. God, stir our hearts today and give us a burden, I pray. In Jesus' name we pray. And all those who would agree with this prayer in this room, would you say amen and amen? Amen. God bless you, church. I love you. I believe God has a mission for this church in 2023. I believe that you're a part of it. God bless you. Have an amazing week in the Lord. See you next Sunday.